0: Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Hey, do you ever feel like there's just not going to be enough money? Or do you ever get afraid that uh, you won't get what you want out of life? Or, or maybe like what you need? Um, isn't going to come your way and you're just going to have to kind of, you know, fight for the scraps kind of thing. Well, this is a very specific type of fear created by a hidden motive to survive. And if you don't learn to release it, that fear can cause you to get resigned and give up on your dreams or even worse, it'll cause you to get aggressive and try to force the outcome. Now I've been coaching high conscious people like you for 25 years. And one of my specialties is to help people just like you release the fear of not getting their fair share. Because once you release this hidden motive to survive, your fear will transform into joy, peace, and flow. And that is a very powerful state indeed. My name is Matthew Ferry and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives, I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So we're going to do that by taking a deep breath in through our nose. Let's start there. Hold your breath. Hold it as long as you can. Close your eyes if that's appropriate. If it's not, then don't close your eyes. doesn't matter. Keep taking long, slow, deep breaths. Holding them as long as you can with me. Now we want to let All the stresses and the concerns and the survival consciousness go. We want to put it aside. We're going to do that by setting our intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through. So take another deep breath in. Hold it. Focus. Repeat after me. Please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through. To experience the purity of my own consciousness. To know that all is well. To embrace life, people, and circumstances exactly as they are. Please set the intention to release my need for things to be different, to practice total and complete acceptance of all people in all situations at all times, including myself. All right, take another deep breath in. And I want you to connect with this idea that all is well, because that is really at the most fundamental level. That's what enlightenment is. It's the perspective that all is well. Now, the rapid enlightenment process has four parts. One is rising above this mind chatter of the drunk monkey in your head. All of its unconscious reflexes sort of being triggered by life, learning how to transcend it, rise above it. Two is releasing the hidden motives to survive. We're going to talk about some of that today. Three is transcending dogma. Testing to see, are my beliefs strengthening to me or weakening to me? And then four is recontextualizing your reality so that you can create peace instantaneously through your context. Now today, I want to read you a chapter from my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And this chapter is going to help you to release the hidden motive to survive that makes you afraid that there won't be enough. And it's called greed. So this is chapter 20, Greed. Greed is the fear that there won't be enough. It manifests as an intense and selfish desire for something. Greed is based in lack. And like the other hidden motives to survive, greed is deeply embedded in our consciousness. A person who's done a lot of inner work might actually even get repulsed by the idea of greed. Matthew, come on. I am intentionally generous. I try to make a contribution everywhere I go. And while that certainly is the opposite of greed, the invisible energy field of greed still exists within your consciousness. It's guaranteed it's in there because it's a very successful iteration of survival consciousness. I guarantee you that greed influences you, whether you know it or not, and whether you intentionally try to be generous or not, or selfless. It's that pervasive within the survival mind. Now, most people believe that greed is related to money, but that's not true. Money is just the obvious representation of greed. Greed also affects our relationship. Early on in life, for example, you're blinded by the illusion that there's not enough love to go around given out by your parents, so suddenly we're in this rivalry with our siblings. We're, we're trying to fight with our, our siblings. We're fighting for, their, for our parents' attention and love, but this is an illusion. Our parents do the best they can based on their own fears, doubts, goals, and objectives to give us what we need to grow up and be self-sufficient. Greed drives us. It drives us to act ineffectively with our friends. We want their appreciation and their approval. And when they don't give it to us the way that we want it, we become selfish or needy or resentful or angry or we hold a grudge. Greed creates the very thing that we're trying to avoid. Greed also drives overeating, to indulge, to hoard food. Greed drives us to seek pleasure for fear that there won't be enough. For example, many people find that they are greedy for more sex There's a fear that there won't be enough pleasure, and it can manifest in things like overindulgence of sugar, alcohol, caffeine, drugs, TV, binge-watching shows, video games, shopping, the whole gamut of internet-based distractions. So by now, you're beginning to see how the fear that there won't be enough is pervasive. You're beginning to see how greed can get the drunk monkey talking. Think about it. So here's a series of statements and perspectives. Here's a series of points of view to help indicate that greed is fueling the drunk monkey. Let's see if you can relate to any of these. I need to grab it while I can, even if I don't need it. I need to just make sure that I have it. This is an expression of greed. We operate like there won't be enough. And the idea, the survival consciousness says, better just gather up all this stuff just in case. Another one is fear that there's not enough. Not enough love, not enough time, not enough resources to go around. The the fear of time running out drives us, creates stress. And this is a form of greed. It's a fear that there won't be enough an intense desire for more food than is needed. This is one that I personally have struggled with my entire life. I mean, when I gave up alcohol back in my thirties, food sort of came in and was the next thing that I was using, like the the addict behavior. But it's not just addict behavior. In general, we want to get more of the food and bring it. It's a survival process an intense desire for more money than is needed. Almost every single person that I've worked with who has tens of millions, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars, has this intense, unexplainable desire for more money than they actually need. And they can have literally hundreds of millions of dollars and be afraid that it isn't enough. Can you imagine? That's greed. There's an intense desire for more sex than is needed. Like I have to go and get it, and I have to get more of it, and I need to make sure that I have it with as many people as I possibly can. This is an aspect of greed. An intense desire for more validation than is needed. You, you know what I'm talking about. You see those people in the world. They're just validation junkies, right? They're, they want to be validated everywhere. This is a really important thing for me to go in and do the releasing work for myself. Can you imagine I'm doing these videos out of my need for you to validate me? It's not going to work very well. I'm not going to deliver a message that will truly transform when it's about me. But that, would, that is agreed. And when I look at my own life I see that one of the biggest hurdles that I had to overcome early on in my life, it took me all the way up into my 40s, was the release of greed. Hoarding or hanging on to what you have. This is an aspect of greed. Accumulating more than you need and then keeping it from other people, hiding it. This is an aspect of greed. Fear that someone will take what you have. It blows my mind when when my clients come into their full success and now they've got, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, billions of dollars. I've been on that journey with so many people in so many different stratas of of wealth and prosperity and inevitably they become afraid that they're gonna lose it and that somebody's gonna take what they have. So all of this thriving consciousness that they use to amass their success and their wealth now gets transformed and turned on its head and no longer. So now they have it, but they're stressed about it. Now they have it and they're, they're freaking out about it and they're thinking about, oh my God, what if I lose it? What if the market crashes? What if you don't want it? all of this stuff? The fear that there won't be enough money, it drives so many people. This is a hidden motive to survive called greed. And with awareness comes the opportunity to create a new context in the areas of your life where greed is present. And and I want you to reflect on this. I want you to think about where greed is present. And I want you to use your skills of recontextualization to quiet the mind down and connect with the idea that all is well. I also recommend that you do the release meditation which is a greed release meditation. You can go to matthewferry.com forward slash motives and all my release meditations are there for you. It's my gift to you. So here is the question that I have for you. What greed are you going to release? And then the second question is, how has it been limiting you? What greed are you gonna release and how has it been limiting you? Leave me a note in the comments. I really wanna hear what you have to say about this. For me, I have been greedy for, for attention in the past. That was a big one for me. I was greedy for validation. That was really driving my behavior for a long time. Go back and look at some of my old videos. You'll see exactly what I mean, okay? What is it for you? Leave it in the comments below. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Will you make sure and like this video? And I'm not having you like the video for my validation, though I I will tell you that I do appreciate you liking the video. It tells me that it was useful to you, but your like actually means a lot to the world because what it does is it tells YouTube, hey, people, people like this video, I should serve it up. Same thing with your comments. People like this video. They're commenting about it. I should serve this up to more people. The algorithm pays attention to that. So it makes a difference. If you dig the things that I say, be sure to subscribe to my channel to keep getting these videos. You can also press that bell button. And when you press the bell button, it notifies you. That's So that's a, a little more um, urgent uh, process. I also encourage you just leave me a comment about anything. Nothing is off the table, okay? And then finally, consider joining us in our Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group. This is a closed group, it's just people like you and I, and we are communing and talking about some really incredible things. I'll put the link below. Thank you for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.